0: it's nice to talk
1: to you hey gabe it's been a while it's been like uh like a week or something (laughs) actually i probably talk to you every day but yeah Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah yeah, whatever (laughs) um what's happening today it was a beer (sighs) it was a beer day wasn't it
0: it it was a beer day yeah (laughs) rushed out to get beer, beer for this for this show it's 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 lovely having an excuse. It, <laughs> I
1: I have to agree with you because I'm in the middle of this budget experiment, which we won't get into here. But um, <laughs> I get looked at sideways when I say I have to go buy beers for the I podcast.
0: Have to sorry, sorry, dear, have to my my livelihood of zero dollars per month. <laughs> Yep. Requires me to My, to spend a hundred dollars per month on beer. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a little budget bucket for it, so I can mm-hmm. I can spend against that. Unfortunately, I went three times over that bucket. <laughs> um, so we have this
0: beer today. Didn't help. Ha- didn't help. Did not help.
1: Um, the beer yeah. today didn't help, but I, it's a, it's perfect for today because today outside is kind of gray and it's like lo- low fifties, high forties, like just kind of damp. And I love stouts on days like today.
0: Yeah, well, winter, winter in general, we'll yeah. probably be hitting a lot more um, darker, richer beers, mm-hmm. which then, we do every
1: season. Then we kind of slip back to pilsners and, and IPAs yep, when it's warm, and then
0: IPAs in summer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So what what did you uh, force me <clears throat> to buy today? <laughs>
0: uh, just uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a mediocre beer called Imperial Biscotti Break Natalie. <laughs> From Evil Twin. Yeah. I Pretty pleased is, with the cherry
1: on top. Yeah, it says mine too.
0: This is, this is I, I think you and I have both had this in the past. It's like top of our list yeah. for, for stouts. Is,
1: um, biscotti breaks in general. Um, this is the oh Natale or Natale. I've never had <laughs> this a particular whiff. variant, but um, Biscotti break in general are the very top of my list of stouts. I love these things with all my stout heart. My yeah, God, so, that smells good.
0: Uh, biscotti Break is a stout by Evil Twin Brewing, and it literally smells like biscotti. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it, it, it is awesome, really sweet. Um, not a lot of bitterness to it. Um,
1: it's like a it's like a bittersweet, like because it has a, a, a we haven't tasted this one yet, but it has a lot of uh, kind of. I don't know caramel and smoky tastes, and this one has it says um, sour cherry on top. Forza yeah. Imperial, okay. but, but
0: they're they're really malty too. Yes, like you know people think of um, Guinness if they're not a big fan of uh, of stouts, they've probably had a Guinness, and and Guinness is good and it's okay for a stout in its own it's, way. It's smooth, but it I would say the flavors are mostly like the charred chocolate flavors. Yeah, these imperial stouts are like. dessert yeah they're huge (laughs) with sugar and and dark fruit and like somebody took a fruit cake and then covered it with brown sugar and rum and baked it you know it's it's really awesome they're
1: very rich they're they're great for sipping um they generally let me see what the alcohol on this one is um 11.5. Eleven point five. So they give you a little bit of warmth when they go down. It's just, just. I'm going to drink this thing. I can't stand it yeah, anymore. Yeah, it smells my, so my mouth's amazing.
0: It, it smells exactly like a cookie. Does it? It does. Oh, oh. Good. oh, that's so good.
1: It's got the graininess of the the chocolate that I love with. And the a phytic. little tartness. I was going to say really? the tar- I've yeah, never really had the tartness in these things, and this is a it's a new flavor profile on top of this, which I find quite pleasant actually
0: Mm. oh man so so good i get to like Um, a smokiness 17 bucks for the bottle right yeah 17 16.99 um yeah so they they basically take their normal biscotti break which if you can find that get it that's phenomenal but then they put sour cherries in it and the cherry flavor really does come through it does i'm surprised i i think um Mm.
1: when you're first uh starting out with beers or wines, and you're trying to get into them, and you see a beer that's like $17 for a bomber instead a 22-ouncer, you generally run screaming. At least I used to, because I'm like, I can't afford beers like that. And I, I do want to imp- impress upon people that we don't drink these every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, these, are, these are kind of like special occasion beers. I usually will have one of these around Thanksgiving, like one of their... Yeah, I usually save them. Yeah, or or Christmas or something like that, or just, you know, holidays, and it's cold outside, and you want to just have something to sip that's pleasant. And uh, we certainly don't, you know, pour a big 12-ounce glass of this and chug it. This is a a sipper. Um,
0: Actually, so the... um, I'm back to my only drinking beer on the weekends mm. thing, just to cut down on calorie consumption and... Yeah. It, it, it affects my sleep anyway, so I, I'm – now that the holidays are good and over and I'm back to work and waking up at 4.30 in the morning, oh, I I, uh, I avoid drinking anything during kind of like work night, you know, mm-hmm. school nights, work nights, whatever. Um, but it also means that I reserve for myself the right to have a much nicer beer on the, on the weekend. <laughs> That's an
1: interesting thought. I should try that.
0: <laughs> but, I, like, I got the um, – I got the bourbon barrel aged biscotti break, and I'll probably save that you know, who knows, six months, a year, like mm-hmm. something special. But
1: these age really well, too, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I've had them yeah, a year or two really, old in there. They're really
0: super tasty. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, I am going Cherry through and, a period of time where mm-hmm. I have, um, I lost so much weight from the accident uh, that I was basically. Given free rein by the doctors to just like gain your weight back as soon as You're you like, can.
0: How fast could he possibly <laughs> gain it back? I mean, uh, that's not humanly possible.
1: Yeah, I gained it back pretty darn quickly with drinking stouts, um, and so I'm back to kind of what my target weight is, which is actually a little bit more than I would like it to be. But the doctors think that I'm always a little bit too under. So, um, so I'm actually, you know. <laughs> I would say a little over where I want to be right now, so I have to slow down on the beer drinking, too. Um, plus, you know, it's just a lot of a lot of calories. We were at this uh, holiday party for work the other day, and somebody, somebody um, asked if I wanted one of the beers from the list. And there's like five beers, and none of them were really that interesting. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not going to have one of those. And they're like, what? You're a big beer guy. I'm like, I only reserve those calories for things that are super good. Yeah. (laughs) And it sounds snotty, but it's like, you know, if you're going to drink a 250-calorie drink, uh, it might as well be something you like. So, uh, you know, I I just am watching. I don't think I'm going the weekends-only route. That's a little bit crazy. Um, Yeah. 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 I don't don't get up to 4.30 either. That's, Uh, don't
0: I don't particularly enjoy it, and that's one of the... um, one of the reasons I try to tweak my life to fit <laughs> that requirement. I, mm-hmm. I like to I commute early so I can leave early so I can spend time with my kid in the evening and get all the stuff done that I have to do. And it's the difference between like a two-hour commute and a 45-minute commute. Yeah, so I choose to do the 45-minute commute no, that's, the, that's over smart. the two-hour.
1: Mine is I, I have a weird situation where – um I kind of shift my time into these blocks where I wake up uh, and start work fairly early from home until the traffic dies down uh, and then go in after the rush hour. So I usually, yeah. and it usually works out because. The time that I would be in the car, which would be two hours if I went during rush hour, I'm actually working with uh, folks who are overseas whose time is shifted anyway. So I'm kind of more in meetings on their time zone, and by mm-hmm. the time I get in, um, pretty much everybody's going to be in the office. I can usually take a phone call, you know, or a meeting, uh, listen into a meeting on the way in if I need to. So yeah. that really works uh, out for me right now. And, uh, it keeps me from having to get up at four thirty. though, which is <laughs> wow.
0: <clears throat> Your comment about the, uh, you know, if I'm going to drink it, I'm, I better really like, it reminds me of you, you ever watch uh, Ratatouille? Pixar. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know, ego, oh, you know, he has that line in there. Um, he's arguing, um, with linguini, and uh, linguini says, well, you're pretty thin for a guy who loves food. And he said, that's because I only swallow things that I love. (laughs) It was like, Oh, it is pretty poignant. Yeah. And it's kind (laughs) of the way
1: I'm feeling about beer right now. So, um, I did have some beers that I love last night, but we'll, we'll talk about that. I I did set my
0: own personal rule that, uh, if I open something and I truly don't enjoy it, I pour it out. This is not worth it. You've told me that, and I thought, how crazy it's, is it that? It sucks to waste it, thinking of the money. But on the other hand, which is more of a waste that it's going to go down the toilet eventually, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I want those a scientist calories. Way of thinking, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but do you're I right. Want those calories and, and um, alcohol as the intermediate step. Yeah. It. It.
1: I actually poured my first beer. Down the sink uh, two weeks ago, and it was for that reason. You you saying that all the time just made me pause that moment where usually I would just be like, I don't really like this beer, but it's in front of me, and I don't feel like you know and wasting what a waste, it to
0: pour it out. And, yeah, uh, it, it, but mm. it's like I really
1: genuinely don't like it, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is if I'm going to then just not enjoy the next couple hours of this beer, then that just seems like a waste to me. So, yeah, you've you've convinced me at least for the ones that are like. D's, I'm not saying D's I don't open less. another
0: beer to replace. <laughs> That's <does laughs> not your one beer of the that day. Is usually, like, the second step.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. It's it, it's um, it's just a bummer when that happens, which is yeah. the, the other reason why, you know, we you and I created. Tab seller because we can never really remember. I think one of the phrases we came up with is never have a bad beer twice, which is completely true. Like that is my rule. <laughs> there have been so many times when I am looking at stuff and I it, I see it in the beer case to buy it, and I think, oh, that looks familiar. I've had that before. Yeah, meaning like, it's probably oh, good. I gave it a D. <laughs> yeah. or or even worse, you know, like it looks decent, um, and the label's enticing and I know that I've seen it in my beer fridge before and I just always always assume that it's going to be good but in this case it was definitely not so um I just avoid <laughs> Well this uh, avoid. is
0: fantastic. I, I still think I prefer the regular um Biscotti break but we'll see as as the show goes on. Um I do like the tart finish to it. I do too. Um
1: I I'm always going back and forth between he has another beer called Imperial Donut Break, which yeah. up until Thanksgiving, last November, a few months ago, I thought was my favorite beer. And then I had a biscotti break, and I was like, no, I think this is my favorite one.
0: Regular biscotti break is so am- it's amazingly f- good and do- does taste like biscotti. <laughs> it's well, really And it has really this like, coffee
1: flavor to yeah, it, yeah. it and stuff. And, and the donut break is incredibly rich and sweet. My mouth's watering thinking about it. It's it's such a fantastic beer. They both are so good, um, and and you're right. They're almost like desserts, which I think is why my wife doesn't really like them. So, yeah. which is surprising because usually, I would think she likes to bake and she makes sweet things and stuff. I would think that she'd be into it, but she's much more into weird bitter stuff. Um, so, she loves IPAs. Go figure. Right. Um, so, uh,
0: um, you started before before we started recording. Um, You were, we were talking about games. Yeah. So before we get into like the, what we really want to talk about, I wanted to catch up on games because honestly, my PlayStation is gathering so much dust. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've done, over the holidays, it's like that, you know, we talked about, I have that guilt of, I got so much stuff I want to do that doesn't involve screwing around on my PlayStation and then like, I'm kind of miss playing games, but. Yeah. We've talked on and off, just off, off
1: line um, about, you know, being old men playing games and, uh, how we make time for it and stuff. And it's just something I genuinely do and, and, uh, you know, wind down my day with generally. Um, I was thinking back the other, the other day, that was one of the things that I did that I was able to do while I was recuperating was just kind of sit in a comfortable chair and, barely move my fingers. <laughs> it was, you know, that's what I could manage at the time. So I played a ton of games that I just yeah. kind of, uh, was kind of really appreciating all the things that I uh, but I'm, have I, on I'm there. Not,
0: I, I'm also easily bored. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, you know, I get into games. I love the idea of games. I love the story. I think some of like storylines in games are some of the best storylines, you know, when you compare them to movies, um, out there. But, I just get bored with the repetitive nature of like, oh, I see. It's that same mechanic over and over. Yeah. It's the same duck and cover, shoot or sneak or, you know, the same type of platform maneuver. And I, f- I figure out that there's a pattern and I'm like, ah, do I really want to sit here and figure out the pattern? Just get me to the next, yeah, <laughs> next it's stage it's interesting.
1: So I can you, finish the story. The the stories, I think one of the things you're referring to is those uncharted Stories which are, and we both have PlayStation Fours, so we should mention that. And I have a Xbox One, but it it basically is the thing that my PS Four sits on. I, I don't think <laughs> I've had it turned on in eight months or something. Yeah. And um, my my game that I think I spend most time playing is Destiny. So refer to uh,
0: you and everybody else, right? <laughs> That's like
1: it seems like it, which is kind of surprising. But it, to your point, though, it is a very repetitive. Game, you aim at things and shoot at them, uh-huh. and you do missions and stuff, and they're always the uh-huh. same ones. But and the th-
0: storylines don't sound like they're storylines aren't that
1: great, great. until the, yeah. the Taken King, which is the last expansion. Actually, the story was pretty good, but I think the thing that that does is that the the the, re, the things that you're repeating are so fun that you don't care, sure. right? So yeah. I think like that's a lot of the, of the Mario key.
0: games were like that. I thought like, yeah, they're pretty repetitive, but it was a fun game. Right,
1: and you don't mind repeating it because the thing that you're and repeating is something you enjoy. It,
0: that was also, it felt like the difference between the, the old school Nintendo and kind of like the new games. Maybe I just chose the easier games, but it, it felt like with the, like the Mario games or anything, you knew you'd eventually get past it. But there are some games that I've played where I'm like, there is no way I will ever pass this level. <laughs> yeah, we talked like, about that. Like, I know my skill level and my abilities, and I will never pass this boss yeah. or this level or whatever. And I have had friends come over to finish a level <laughs> for me so that I could purely finish the game. And the rest of the game was fine, but that one level just wasn't within my capabilities.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a, a thing in games right now, a trend in games where uh, they're, they're extremely difficult. And... um which is kind of a hard I mean I think I find the Mario, Mario games extremely difficult too, um, but it's almost like you are instead of playing a game where your character levels up a lot of these games have that mechanic, but it's almost like you're leveling up as well like your <laughs> skill level has to get better in order for you to progress, and the best games that are like that really uh, do a great job of. Helping you up that difficulty curve,
0: yeah, slowly. Like, it <laughs> definitely does feel like Sisyphus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slowly helping you move that rock up to the top, and then next level, <laughs> the rock runs over you all the way back down exactly. to the bottom, and you yes. learn some it's, new skills.
1: Um, the, I got into, and I was always just kind of, I don't know, worried is kind of a strong word of playing the. There's this genre of games uh, called the Souls games, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls Two. Uh, and the latest one is Bloodborne, and they are, they have um, no learning curve, really. They are they are just immediately <laughs> difficult.
0: Step. Like the <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like you watch the intro credits, and then boom, yeah, yeah you hit be, a wall. You have to be an expert, and yeah. you
1: just have to get good at it. And I
0: watched videos of that thing, and I was like, how is this enjoyable?
1: Yeah, but what's interesting about it? is that once you get good at it, you feel like such a badass because you're, you are the one who's skillful, not the character whose abilities got better that allowed you to shoot straighter or whatever. You're actually the one shooting straighter. And it's interesting because I, I've seen people who play them and say, oh, it's just too hard, or I'll never get past this boss. And then you watch a YouTube of some dude who did it with no armor and, like, his fists, you know, like, and it just took him... You know. Did you see
0: that link I sent you about the, um, it was Fallout 4 playing without yeah. a single kill? Yeah, exactly. That was cool. Like, just the idea that, like, they played the whole game without racking up a single kill. Yeah. And I was like, that is quite an achievement. But then you you listen to the guy talk about it, and he's he totally does not seem like he's having fun at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was just for the achievement, and he's like all right, I'm going to cut the video here and then I'm going to go do this 5,000 more times. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy come back. And uh... there's a guy who
1: plays uh, the souls games uh, who's on YouTube called Lobos junior, who uh, is just so good at those games. Like I play them and I find them incredibly difficult, but I can get through them with enough practice and repetition. But he takes that like, you know, miles past me where he will play them, uh, with just there's a there's a wooden spoon in the game that you can hold in your hand, and so he just would beat bosses with the wooden spoon and record it. And <laughs> it, it was like, are you serious? Like I can barely beat that this with awesome. the best gear and the best weapons, and he's got a wooden spoon and no armor, and he's beating this stuff. So
0: yeah, well, uh, that was the other thing was um, the. Fallout Four with no kills. He played it on like the hardest level. Oh my god! Which I can't even. If you gave me everything, all the armor, all the weapons, I couldn't play. <laughs> I couldn't play that game on the hardest oh, level. It's, it, yeah. So, so I
1: think you know the investment for me, investing time, free time. It, it goes back to our free time management stuff, and we we touched a little bit on this in that show, which is, um, I'm always wondering, like, is this should I play games now? Oh, I guess I've got books I really want to finish and there's stuff on Netflix in my queue that's not going away. I should really watch that cuz people are talking about it. And so I'm always kind of pulled in a lot of different directions. Um but games wins out a lot of the time. Um it didn't it, it I go through phases where it doesn't, but um you know, I got back into Destiny recently and I've been playing that. It, it helps to have a couple friends that I have played with for years who you know, we meet up yeah, I'm every night. Yeah, pretty
0: antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, I guess if I played with other people, it'd be that little bit of, like, um...
1: Impetus to, yeah, to log the, in Yeah, the and keep
0: rush of, like, a social interaction there, too. Because, like, honestly, I've finished several levels. I'm like, oh, that was fun. That was a cool storyline. I accomplished nothing with my life. Yeah, yeah, you you get done <laughs> yeah, and you're completely like... completely hollow. Whereas you play with other friends. It's kind of like, well, I that was fun. Uh, we have a a shared experience to to look back on.
1: Yeah. There's been a few uh, experiences recently in destiny where um, it's just me and two friends that are playing fairly frequently. And then, you know, three or four folks that kind of hop in and out of the, of the circle. And um, it's cool. Like when you do something that's really, really difficult and you come out and, and did it and, but then you can step back and say, yeah, but you just did something in a stupid video game, which, you know, if they turned off the servers, Tomorrow, all the time that you it's spent gone. is yeah. gone.
0: Yeah, um, your, your kids won't read about it. <laughs> your accomplishment <laughs> it in and a a destiny.
1: <laughs> I, I, one of the things that this game related that I wanted to ask your opinion on, um, and it may be too deep a topic for a game like now, hmm. but uh, for a show like now. But so, say, um, back in the old days, you used to buy a console and a cartridge and you would plug it in and play it. And as long as that console and that cartridge worked, you could play that game. I would say sixty percent of the games I play, maybe more, um, require an online connection. Uh, Most of (laughs) the game server
0: goes away; it's gone. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And so when the servers get turned off, you've the investment, quote unquote, that you've made playing that game is completely gone. What do you and and the money that you spent buying the game uh, is, you know, you could say it was wasted. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. I wouldn't uh, say wasted, but I would say gone. And so. You know, what do you think about that as as we kind of move hmm. forward? Because yeah,
0: no, that's something I, I've definitely struggled with with even buying a console again. Of like, I have an Xbox, I have a bunch of games for it, and honestly, I don't play them that. I don't repeat play games very often. You know, the the game I replayed the most was probably like Psychonauts or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Like I really loved Psychonauts, and that was a PC game, and that was super fun and i just like the little world and the characters so that was
1: yeah my my kids love that game they they laugh but, their butts off playing but it.
0: like you know once once a new console comes out I, maybe it's that i don't think the gameplay is that great for new games <laughs> i would probably get blasted for this <laughs> but like <laughs> the the long term replayability i can't see myself going going back and playing battlefield once like the the playstation 8 is out, you know, yeah, or whatever it I'm is. Kind like of I'm the same. I'll, I'll probably never go back and play that again. I could care less. But the DMCA, you know, is pretty weird in that. We have the right now. This was this this past year, right? Mm-hmm. If a game requires a server and the server goes away, we have the right to kind of like reverse engineer hack that to make it playable. Mm. Unfortunately, we don't have the right to do that with the PlayStation, so
1: Right. <laughs> like, right
0: congratulations, you've hacked the game. You don't have a console that you could legally play it on. Well,
1: yeah, the PlayStation Network has a thing where if you sign up for it, and you and I talked about this just personally on and off, is that it has this feature where you get free games every month um, as long as you continue subscribing to PlayStation Network. So, you know, I have a huge library of games. So when
0: you stop subscribing, those games don't work anymore?
1: They don't work at all.
0: Um, oh well, so then all the games I got cause, cause, because I it lapsed, I stopped renewing my because I I didn't play, I stopped renewing my PlayStation Network thing. So that means all those games are gone. Then well,
1: they're not gone. You just well, they're, not say, playable, yeah, they're not thing. playable. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the, the interesting thing about it though is kind of like extortion in a way. Like if you pay for the PlayStation Network again, all that then stuff you comes get them back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's an even more I wouldn't say egregious because, you know, it's like a lot of things you pay for a service and you get something for it. Um it, it's, it's just
0: part of the deal now. You have to accept that like yeah. that's the deal. You're 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 getting slightly screwed more than previously. I think that's what and, I'm and,
1: getting at. Like yeah, and it's that way with Steam. But the price didn't go down. No, the prices have gone up, but you know it's funny because I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about how sixty dollars for a game is too much money or whatever. But what we don't know, we have no idea how much it costs to build a game. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we, yeah, it, I mean, it may sixty dollars may be cheap for them, and they're trying to recoup their money, or it could be you know that they're raking. That's it the in. thing
0: about capitalism, Jeff. Yeah, sixty dollars is not too much for a game if people pay pay for it. Right, yeah, that, exactly. then $60 is the right amount for the game. And, and the fact is, is you're getting less for that $60, but people keep playing, you keep paying for it. Yes. Like you can't, it used to be, you know, you mentioned the cartridge. You put the cartridge in, it plays. Well, if you don't want that game, you could trade it. Right. Right? Which you, you can't do anymore. sell it. You can't do that anymore because it's usually locked to your account once you play it right. the first time. Like they totally screw you over now with the, uh, you bought it, forever until we decide no one can play your copy right it's really interesting i um
1: but you know i, I think with a game like destiny i mean i would say it, i've gotten more than my money's worth out of that game right because i can't even tell you how many kind of days played i have playing that game for the last <laughs> yeah. year and a half or something like that because mm-hmm. it's my and people don't want to tell my friends that they are thinking of getting into it. They're like, Oh, I don't want to play some intense first person shooter every time. And it's like, it's kind of my chill out game. It's not, it, it can be intense, but generally yeah, it's because just, you
0: got good at it though. It's also <laughs> I,
1: because I log in and my friends are there and you're hanging out in this kind of social area called the tower and you're just running around doing stuff. No, no pressure whatsoever. There's no kind of like conflict in that area. And then you are kind of all deciding what you want to do and, Maybe it's just running around on a planet, and it's very casual. Sometimes it's playing like high-level player versus player. Then it's very tense. But you don't have to do that every time. So I think because it has such a wide range of things you can do, it's just like an easy thing to log into and put an hour into it or something like that in the evening, and it feels like you're sure. making progress.
0: Well, for you, yeah, that that's a nice way to relax. And And honestly, I'm not complaining about the price of games here because – like, you mentioned how many hours you put into it. You know how much it costs to rent a movie now on iTunes? I know. Like, it's like six bucks. You know how much it is to buy a movie on iTunes? It's I like bought, 20 bucks. I bought
1: Guardians of the Galaxy for like $23 on yeah, iTunes. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, it's it's just the reality of it and a game if it's a good game now when i get pissed is when i spend 60 bucks on a game and it's garbage
1: yes and i think you that's know
0: in a- the, the play is terrible and the story is stupid and stuff like that and or you so never now finish now it. much more care yeah well that's <laughs> par for the course for me anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah but i think some people feel guilty when like i think you're one of those people that feels like you know i should i bought this i should finish it and
0: yeah. I c- YouTube's great. Yeah. <laughs> just go watch other people finish the game.
1: Do you and I uh, did that
0: with a um I'm on Drake's Fortune two or three now. Okay. Nathan. The, yeah, about that collection yeah, that came out on PlayStation. Okay. It's awesome. It's Uncharted. I, I like the game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uncharted. Um and I like the game. I like the storylines. They're clever enough. I like the characters. The mechanic gets super boring, so when it gets super boring, and I feel like I've had enough of that volume, I'll just, you know, say, fine, I'm gonna watch YouTube. I, I kind of wish they they had some system where it's like, skip these levels because they're dull. <laughs> like, and <laughs> and let do me, you want to yes, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me just skip over it. It's This is boring. I don't care about this jungle scene anymore, and... Yeah, I get think to the, to the it's cool funny stuff. because
1: we're in a we're in a point where um, I have friends who are like, if this game's not 40 hours, I feel like I got ripped off. Um, whereas me, if it's that long, I'm like, well, the, I, I'm wasting money here. I will never see all the content of this game because I'm not going to put 40 hours into this. <laughs> so 40
0: hours. I, I remember the the funniest game review I saw with somebody on Steam. That's like. I played this game for 100 hours, and it was a total ripoff because it was boring. It's like, <laughs> you, you played it for 100 hours. I don't think I've done anything in my life for 100 hours. Maybe drink beer. Yeah, drink beer, sleep, sit on the can. I don't know. <laughs> That's so messed up. No there was the one right. time after Chipotle. It was about 100 hours.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's the worst thing I ever heard. I'm um, sorry. So when you watch these things on YouTube, do you store those bookmarks in anything special? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we're going to do we're going to do the real topic now. This is the yeah? topic, yeah. Actually, so that was something I did over the holidays of um I don't know, I kind of decided over the holidays one of my goals was to kind of like use what I what I like more. Like use the apps I really like more a lot more and, and better, get better at using them. So I spent a lot of time with like one of my favorite iOS browsers, which is iCab. iCab. And just just got myself to learn what it can do. Like all the different stuff. And I was like, this is this is a great browser. Like it is so superior to iOS in almost every way other than iOS Git is faster.
1: Uh and what about the integration stuff? Because has that been solved? Because that's the only reason why I never well, went to these. You other... can't
0: set it as your default browser, but now you the share sheet for everything, like iCab, you can you can do some cool stuff with iCab where you can say like send this in and create a new tab in iCAB. So when I go launch iCAB, all these things are opened as tabs. So it's almost like you've bookmarked them in iCab and that's cool. Or you can just say open this in iCab. That's mm. that works. Um but like the download um, Center and iCab is so much better I just got to thinking like Browsers in general <laughs> Like it feels I don't know it kind of feels like browser technology Is a little I mean performance seems to be the big Focus which is awesome that's great but It, it gets a little boring and, and The stuff that was hard a couple of Years ago is still pretty hard Is this know, iCab browsers? mobile you're talking about by the way Yeah yeah for ios not for the mac For the mac it's not very good just, just frankly, <laughs> okay, good um,
1: I'm looking at it right now and I'm trying to decide whether it's something I want to,
0: Oh, it's cool. I, I wrote something up, um, over on Mac Drifter that was a, about some of my like favorite things of iCab most of them are things that I've already used for a long time. But, um, it's just like a really, it, I spend so much time in a browser I've started like, <laughs> except for at work where I have to use IE most of the time. Um, like I really care about what I what my browser does. Like I really want content blockers now everywhere. Yeah, like, that's a big deal. I really want good bookmarklets, good web apps. Does the you know, does ICAB like do all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, the plugin stuff in ICAB is really phenomenal. Like it has like dozens of. Plugins that you can use that do all kinds of cool stuff.
1: It's a pretty busy thing. I just bought it. It's two bucks.
0: It's, it's cheap for what it does, but it, you know, it's it's like a Swiss Army knife of browsers. It seems it's not like, like it.
1: I'm looking through it right now. Does the uh, do the things? Oh, it has search engine DuckDuckGo. Thank you very much. Um,
0: it, pretty much anything that you want to use as a search engine, you can say, like, this is my search engine now, and it'll use that. What so about
1: that, the... Um, the ad blocking stuff that was built into Safari and uh, built Actually, into iOS.
0: Had, so they don't use the Safari ad blocker. They have their own content blockers and they've been, been in iCab for a long time and you can tweak them and adjust them and say like, I want this whole collection turned on or I, I want to make these things not have blockers or, you know, I want to filter this type of JavaScript or, you know, things that come from this source. Hmm. It's pretty granular. And that's been an iCab for a couple quite a few releases now if i recall
1: i'll have to take a look at that stuff because to me you know it's been so great having that stuff on you know well that
0: was the thing he he's like this is great and in in safari i was like it's been an icab for a while and it's really awesome and mm-hmm. it's nice not having all this garbage try to do stuff when you visit a site and I know that's a whole nother show, but.
1: It is, but uh, it's been something that's been on my mind for a while. So I'll play around with iCab. I'll go to your MacDrifter article yeah, and take do you, a look too. you
0: use Safari? I all, use Safari. On on iOS. Um,
1: the reason I use Safari on iOS, because uh, I, I spend all day on a Mac, I think cloud tabs are awesome. I use them all the time because I cloud can. Cloud tabs cloud tabs. You, you
0: mean the fact that you can see the tabs on all your other machines?
1: Uh, yes. The fact that, yeah, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty yeah. that's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's, it's great because I can open something on my phone, say, this is great. And then zip over to my Mac. Now that said, there are workarounds, obviously. Uh, we, you, we, I think we both have been using copied, um, which yeah, is yeah. a that's clipboard cool. sharing uh, mm-hmm. app that runs on, on the phone. And uh, and the Mac and uses iCloud to sync everything back and forth. It's been awesome, so maybe that'll mean it's less necessary. And you're right, the share tabs. Yeah, but the everything. thing
0: with the cloud one is like, copied's great if you kind of remember to copy. Yes, it. <laughs> the cloud thing is really cool because those. It's usually that I like, ah, crap. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I forgot I wanted to bookmark that. And it's, it's on all my, my machines, right? bookmarks. So Yeah, and then it's it's just always there. Like, you go into Safari and you scroll down and you're... Um, your, all
1: your history. other machines are there. All yeah, your and all the machines are listed there. iPad and iPhone yeah. and all that crap's all listed. Pre- yeah, so Pretty awesome. So, I think cloud tabs, to me, are a killer feature. Um
0: that they're called? Cloud tabs, isn't it? Yeah. Is that really Cloud tabs, yeah.
1: I'll open this really? up. Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Okay.
1: When I go over here, hmm. show iCloud tabs. Sorry. iCloud tabs. When I open Safari. Where, where's
0: that at on the Mac? Uh, if you open Is up Safari, I
1: actually put a little, when you can customize your toolbar, I put the button for iCloud tabs on there.
0: Hmm. And okay. it gives you a I'll list of that. all of your devices. Because it's, it's not in the help. <laughs> it's not in the <laughs> you help. You try to do iCloud of course it's not.
1: Oh, darn it. Yeah, if you, go, if you open Safari and say customize toolbar. Um, it will okay. allow you to, uh there's a little icons called iCloud tabs. And you just drag it up to your menu. Look at
0: there. Look That's, there. I know where it is in iOS. Well, it's really easy to get to it in iOS. Yeah. If you know, it's not there, so it is. easy. I, I've seen wow. some people
1: look around for a while and, and not. find. They them.
0: really don't make it easy on the Mac, which is kind of lame well, considering. It's it's, it's, it's
1: kind of easy. I think where does it, uh, yeah, I guess because it's kind of in your history. Um, You know, it's like if you show frequently used or show less window, I guess you're right. It is where there's nothing up on the menu bar here.
0: No, it's not there. What the heck? Yeah, that's lame. All right, so right click on the toolbar, folks. (laughs) Choose iCloud tabs. How very interesting. And then it is right there. It shows my phone. Like the, oh, my God, I have a lot of tabs.
1: Oh, you know what? It is easy to find. They put that button on here that's like the little two windows overlapping. Uh Uh-huh. Tap that.
0: Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And then it shows it as a list. Yeah, which is actually pretty good.
1: Um, it's a little bit more of an overview of everything, which is actually might be better than the right. cloud Right, it's tabs the button.
0: tab view. So it shows all tabs for the current browser. And then below that, it shows just a list of the tabs for other devices. <laughs> Yeah, I
1: love that it's kind of a stand-in sometimes for things that I don't necessarily want to put in Pinboard, which is the other thing that I use for bookmark managing. Uh, I just
0: shove everything in. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> pinboard. Sometimes I don't want to
1: put everything in there like an article I just want to read and never think about again, but um yeah, everything eventually makes its way to Pinboard more or less. Um and that's Yeah, the
0: problem is like I never know if I'm going to be on a on an Apple device and I want to read it or Yep. You know, good intentions are usually thwarted by, you know, the technology. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I'm lucky in that I don't have to worry about that one. Um, but I, if I was in your shoes, I would throw everything in Pinboard. Do you want to explain what Pinboard is? Because you're the one who told me about it ages ah, and it's ages book, ago.
0: Bookmarking service. Uh, back in the day, I remember Delicious. Yep. So, um, Mace, uh he, he, um, I believe, built Delicious. And was hired by what Yahoo, and or was it Google? Google did Google buy Delicious, or was it Yahoo? I think Yahoo bought it. Um, and uh, I think he worked on it for a while after it was acquired, and then left and started Pinboard. And it's basically like you know, you take the Delicious bookmarking API, and you kind of build like the most stripped down, fundamentally basic bookmarking service that you can, and dump all that social crap that they ultimately built on top of delicious, you know, I never, delicious, like I never used delicious because of that. And when chat about bookmarks, it's like, what are you doing? I (laughs) don't don't want people to comment on my bookmarks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want that. He actually added a lot of stuff that I use quite often. In fact, the biggest feature that he, uh, so if you're saving bookmarks, The default, I think, is like if people know what your name is, they can go find it. You can make a bookmark private if you want to. But what he put in was a feature to say everything you save is automatically private. Yeah. And And
0: you you can tweak it. You can say everything I save is automatically public. Yeah,
1: you can go back and forth and, and do whatever you want. But if you do that on the website, it means that every app that you use will respect that setting. It will force it, mm-hmm. even if you forget to change it in each individual app, yeah, which I right. think is great. Um, and so it does have that feature where, no, it is not social. But um, if you let it see what your, pin, your bookmarks are uh, and, and – I mean, if you, them pub- if you make them public. If you make
0: them public. Yeah, if you make your bookmark collection public public or any one or portion or fraction, whatever.
1: Any any setup you want to do, it will actually add that into this kind of an aggregated, popular bookmarks and you know, it's kind of a sort of a social
0: component, but not quite. You know? And everybody can, you can follow people's bookmark streams and you can do a you can do a search all and you'll search across all public bookmarks regardless of whether or not you're following somebody. So that's a nice way, and and honestly, Pinboard seems seems to be mostly tech nerds. I was just gonna say that, like, <laughs> so, so
1: people would be like, why do I care about that? Well, the reason yeah. why I care about it is because since a lot of dorks and nerds use Pinboard, uh, their popular section usually has a lot of stuff that is relevant to my interests <laughs> so it's uh you know there's a non-volatile so- yeah. storage article here or how to write c or why privacy is important uh and having nothing to hide is irrelevant which and it's stuff that i never would have run across otherwise and it- so we
0: we had him on um technical difficulties remember that show yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's- we had him on on that and uh Surprisingly, it sounds like one of the biggest audiences for Pinboard is um, kind of like fanfic stuff, Mm -hmm. like fandom stuff for all kinds of categories. But, like, that's a big driver for Pinboard. That's like a large portion of the users. Yep. But the people I know that use it are all, like, bookmarking JavaScript and Python and this app or that service or... This problem, or you know, so it's a lot of the stuff I'm already interested in. Yeah, it makes it
1: easy to, it's really cool. And um, it works with if this then that the IFTTT service. Um, Yep, it has, you know, uh, there's it's one of those uh, niche areas where people who want to make an iOS app think. You know, maybe there's big money in pinboard apps for, or something. For
0: a, for a while, yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of innovation in the pinboard bookmarking. Yeah, um,
1: realm. Which one are you using now? Because I I switch them like you know, my iOS. Aware. So once every month or so. <laughs> <laughs> on iOS, um, which are you using for pinboard. I board? still.
0: I mean, there's there's a bunch. Of, that's, that's the a thing. Like a bunch okay. of good developers made really nice apps, and then I I think just the market just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, which one did you settle on though? I use Pinswift mostly because it's the fastest one that I have. Mm. Like as far as it's fastest for bookmarking, it's fastest for search, it's fastest for loading. Um, it's not the nicest looking or the most feature rich. I would say the other one that I really like is Pushpin. Mm. That's a really good app for like, has cool things of making bookmarks available offline.
1: Oh, that's interesting. And so you
0: can kind of create an offline if reading. I, bought,
1: I know that I bought pretty much all of these things at one time or another. Yeah, so I have Pinswift. I'll download it. And I, yeah, obviously download Pushpin as well. Um, the one I'm using right now is Pinner, P-I-N-N-E-R. Um, that yeah, not-
0: I use Pinner. I own Pinner. I own all of them, chests Yeah, Jeff. I do too. I'm
1: looking at I just downloaded the Pinswift and Pushboard Pushpin don't for Pinner. I
0: don't have Pinner installed anymore. I think because it kept crashing. I, have, I don't know how many bookmarks you have. I'm... I'm Mm, that's pretty high good, up there good. in the tens of thousands Do you really? of bookmarks uh, yeah. let's see
1: where can you get a count so, um, I know I have 160, 160 pages of them I don't know how many per page but there's a, I have a lot of them um, I don't know where I can get a count but that, that might be fun to look up um, uh,
0: usually the apps that index them will show you the count like um, oh, Spillow Spillo on the Mac you, know, you use a special app on the Mac
1: uh, I have an app on the Mac that I just, it just sits in my toolbar. Uh, it's called, I don't even know what it's Thumbtack. called. Thumbtack. Yeah. I bought Thumbtack. Yeah. Um, I am a baby. I only have 5,561 bookmarks.
0: Well, that's cause you put everything in your cloud tab. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or I don't save them. Uh, one of the things that I really liked, um, about pinner and I'm sure they all do this now, but it was the first one that I found that worked with share sheets where I can just pu- pull up a tweet bot and just say quick pin and it would just say save to pinboard like instantly. Oh it's cool.
0: Like I think I think pushpan and pin swift both do do this, but the first one to do it was Pin Swift where it will figure out the title for the page mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah, that's
1: what this will do too.
0: And so you don't have to put in anything. It, yeah. like, and it suggests tags.
1: This, like appropriate tags. Yeah, That's cool. That is cool. This doesn't suggest tags, but you can do not the quick pin, but you can do the regular pin, and it will suggest tags there. So it does. It's a it's a really capable thing. I it runs has a little Apple Watch thing too for for whatever reason. I haven't really <laughs> used it. Um, what do you do? I I have What do you? you? Huh. do have no idea what okay. it does. I can take a look at it, but uh, um, I don't even think I have it installed on my watch. Um, but yeah, it, the Pinboard is probably one of the most used apps, um, uh, not app service on my Mac.
0: And you pay once, right? It's not a recurring, unless you get the archive account, which, is which what I, I pay for. I pay for yeah. It too. Yeah. It, so the archive account gets you um, full text search, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Meaning all the pages it also like their content is indexed for searching. So even if the word you're, you're interested in searching on isn't in the title or the description or your notes or the tags, they'll still show up in a search result, yeah. which is pretty awesome. And
1: it does all sorts of great stuff. And I'm are I hope we talk you all into getting pinboard because it's great if you don't have it already. And if you're a nerd listening, you probably have it anyway. Um,
0: I don't know what the price is it's going to be less than ten dollars for the I lifetime think it's slightly over ten then because he says okay. he
1: scales it based on the number of users so each mm-hmm. subsequent user is a little bit pays a little bit more um and i the last time i checked it was like ten dollars and fifty cents or something like that it's not a lot um yeah. for a lifetime account um but yeah that if you get the bookmark archiving um, it, it, my account thing says it's consuming almost seven gigs of disk space. Ninety-eight um, percent of my collection was able to be archived, and then it explains why it wasn't able to archive the other ones, whether it was like you know right. URL not found or server error or whatever. And
0: um, so, pinboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sixteen point nine five gigs.
1: <laughs> of course, you are.
0: So I used to. It used to be. Maybe you still can. You can you can contact him personally and say, I would like a zip file of all of my bookmarks. Really? And, and he would send you a zip that was all the content. And I believe it wasn't just like the page, but the images too. Like it was everything offline. Um, He's a cool but guy. It, but um, at some point I was just like, you know, 17 gigs... That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can hold on to it for me. Yeah, no, and he, he hasn't, to, he hasn't failed us it.
1: yet, so I have to write so, down.
0: Yeah, if you go to your what account page, you can yeah, see. That's how what I'm bookmarks. looking at. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. It's pretty cool. Um, the other thing is, um, and we always talk about this, and we talk about how we're kind of cynical at this point about people say, well, I'm going to support that guy because I like them, and people are generally you know talking out of their butt when they say it, but I genuinely think this guy's interesting and smart and I don't mind supporting him. <laughs> um, he,
0: well, it's a, it's a equitable exchange yeah, too. I'm not, absolutely. it's not charity. No, I, definitely I, not. I really use the hell out of pinboard. I do
1: too. It's not so, like it's a, you know, I have
0: multiple pinboard accounts. Of course <laughs> so you do. Let's put it that way. <laughs> like I, I've purchased it for different experiments and things like that. So I didn't clutter up my own collection. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. But, Mostly, I use it through the web page, so it matters that I have a good browser. Yeah, <laughs> that my browser works well. Um iOS, I use an app, but I've tried Mac apps for Pinboard, and I mentioned Spillo, which is okay, but frankly, it's no better. Mm-hmm. The the only thing Spillo gets you is kind of like a Insta paper view of your bookmarks, mm. so you can view them like in this st- like stripped down, you know, readable. Um, version of the website or, or the page, and so that's that's cool. That's nice, and it was worth the money for Spillo, which was not much. Yeah, um, um, but I mostly use it through a web browser.
1: Our buddy uh, Nick Wanya actually built a service called yeah, paper, Paperback. Paperback, and yeah. um, that's something that I use with my uh, Pinboard account. It's essentially like an Insta Paper view of your unread articles, which is yeah, really it's, cool. It's
0: fed from pinboard though. Correct. So yeah. like everything you put in a pinboard you can have it show up in paperback if you want so you have a nice readable website. Yeah
1: and he's content. really you know pays a lot of attention to design and the look and feel and things they have hot keys and you can use different style sheets so the reason why I bring that up is not just because it's another great service and you should probably get that and use it but um, I used Instapaper for a long time uh, because I liked the fact that it made things more readable and uh, I wanted a place to store all my bookmarks and Pinboard took over that spot for me but I missed totally. the, the readability and, and paperback gives me the readability yeah. and and you mentioned the iOS apps, most of the iOS apps have have a readability view as well
0: built in, yeah.
1: right which I, I use quite often actually so, so
0: are you looking at Pinboard right now on your web browser? I'm actually
1: looking at paperback on my web browser
0: all right, go to Pinport. Okay. And I, I'm pretty sure paperback has a way to punch out to the Pinport entry or your paper, does, your yes. Pinport account, right? Yep. Um, See the little check mark next to the link title? Yes. There's a little gray. A little gray check mark. You ever click those? No. Dude, Do it. Awesome.
1: Ah, oh, that's,
0: that's your That's what cached- you get with an archive account. You actually get the cached version of the page. That's your cached version. And it version. says the last time they cached it. So if the page goes away you can still see it through a pinboard account. Oh. That's awesome. I've used that a bunch of times crow. where I'm like, yeah, that's
1: the pinboard. It has pictures and everything.
0: Yes. Oh, also it captured <laughs> yes. all the
1: ads too. Great.
0: Oh, need- <laughs> sweet. Yeah. But if you have a blocker on your browser,
1: it'll still block. I know. It, just being a wise ass, but um, I do know a lot of people and I've, for some reason... It's
0: pretty neat, right? That's that's really cool. It's kind of like the, you know, yeah, Google can cache things and the Wayback Machine can cache things. But, like, this is Pinboard's own copy as part of your account that you can then go back and see and you can say, like, force a refresh of the content or if you want to. It's
1: neat. One of the things that I always have trouble with and I will continue to have trouble with (laughs) is tags. And this is another show. But... Um, I'm looking through. I never know really what to tag things, and I I do have some really kind of I don't know. It, he has like a little cloud basically on the right hand side of the tags, yeah, and they get, where they get bigger, or bigger the more you use them. So I mean, and there's yeah. there's some that are there. Like Android sucks is is a tag that's <laughs> old and bigger than a lot of the nice. others. There's a lot of stuff to bookmark there. My
0: biggest one is needs tags. <laughs> 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 one
1: you know, brewing is big. Uh, Programming Dark Souls. Yeah. Games is apparently huge.
0: Zymergy. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, but it, I never Link. know how to tag stuff. I have well, here's one I tagged recently. It's <laughs> it's it's uh, Doctor Bunsen, our buddy Seth, uh, did a thing about uh, like a smoothie that he makes, and I didn't know how to tag it, so it's got recipe Doctor Bunsen, Seth, shake smoothie. Just dude, what are you doing? I, I don't know. What do I have I've, no idea. So
0: so here, here's my tagging methodology for for that one. I have two tags that applies to that. Food, cooking, and technically recipe, which are two different things. Right. So I figured it is a recipe,
1: right? um, but I should have put food on there. It was early. I have That's my excuse. I didn't know. I wasn't thinking. Try to, uh,
0: I try to choose tags that their intersection makes more meaning. Right. And so like I have one that I use a lot is, let's see, surprisingly humanity gets used a lot. Humanity? Yeah. Politics.
1: Okay, I use a, I have a politics one that I use.
0: So, humanity is like a, something that's like a story about a person. I see. Or about human nature or, you know, something good somebody did or something shitty somebody did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. so a lot of them – and actually, I use humanity a lot. Let's see if I bring this up, if I bring up my humanity list. And here's one about the uncanny valley. Hmm. Um, why education does not fix poverty. There, there's another one. Mm-hmm. So I tagged that, humanity. Um, that one got tagged, humanity and politics, actually. So now, I
1: do have one for food. I don't know why I didn't tag that food. Probably because I was, didn't have enough coffee at the time or I something. Just,
0: uh, I struggle with tags. This is one of the few areas I use tags, honestly, because I, 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 it, I never know what, how I'm going to look for something later. But
1: you know what's really helpful, and this is another reason why I love Pinboard, is it will search based on your tags as well as the text of the article.
0: Yeah, right, um, so then you kind of don't have so to worry if I about tag it. if tag like If you search smoothie, yeah. it wouldn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I'm going to do a full-text search right now, see if I can find anything with smoothie, because I don't think I've bookmarked that. Full-text, search mine, mm. smoothie. Surprisingly, I have 16 results that have the word smoothie. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: The, the first result, this is why you should make your own fresh mozzarella. <laughs> interesting. I don't... Who is that from? Oh, Washington Post. Yeah, mm.
1: I guess there's a, there's a lot of value to tagging this stuff, and I, <laughs> I tag it all the time. I My tags just often don't make sense. The things that drive me crazy with tags for this is the same thing that drives me crazy for all tags. I'll see dog and dogs. Do I always make it plural? Do I always not no, pluralize never, it? You know,
0: never plural. Never plural? Never plural. Well, you need to set... You need to settle... Right on plural or non plural on your standard. Yes, like either always plural or never plural. Never don't mix. Um, oh, that's hard. Yeah, I never go plural.
1: I, I can never remember. So you're right. I need to <laughs> just settle on it and always do I have the same thing. a couple basic
0: rules. If I pre if I prefix a tag with an underscore, that means it's part of a bigger project. Oh, so it l- allows me to bucket things by you know I was working on something or. These all kind of go together, solving a problem kind of thing. Um, it's a, just like a quick way to bucket it and in Pinboard. If you prefix with a dot, you can make those tags private. So the problem—if you make your bookmark public, it also makes your tags public. So if you if you're working on something you don't want people to know about, like let's say it's work related, mm-hmm. <laughs> prefix with a dot, and then those tags won't show up. Mm. That's built into Pinboard.
1: That is, uh, I like that idea actually, Um, and I'm gonna probably so work stuff.
0: I I do that because I use Pinboard for bookmarking work related things, and I make a lot of my bookmarks public. Do you really? Because I I I make almost,
1: I make none of them. I just looked right now, and it says zero public bookmarks.
0: Um, yeah, I I'll see what my percentage is. Um, so I have almost twenty thousand bookmarks. (sighs) And seven, a little over 7,000 are public the rest are private. So I do make a, you know, Hmm. maybe um,
1: a good portion of them anyway, almost half, but yeah. Yeah. um, So that's
0: a lot. That's the, and I don't want my, my, um, you know, if I bookmark something for a work project where it has a a project name, I don't want that to be public. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. The the thing that was mentioned earlier is the privacy lock feature it's a It's a special account setting that makes it impossible to save a public
0: yeah no matter what the yeah. app does um
1: hides your public profile and it removes the gray background from private bookmarks for easier reading and um should you turn on privacy lock if you never you should turn it on if you never want to share your pinboard bookmarks with other yeah. users, which is what i i did it f- it felt extreme, oh, okay. but I felt like I would probably Rather have everything be private and just share a few of them. And then I thought, well, if I really want to share bookmarks, I should have two pinboard accounts. And then I thought, that's crazy. Just that's, make it all private. That's getting nuts. It.
0: I have like I don't know, 861 people subscribed to my oh. bookmark account. I'm
1: probably one um, of them. Hot,
0: high people that subscribe to my bookmark. Account. Yeah, it's probably me. I guess we're friends. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely... I don't know. It, I don't care. It's it's, it's nice because I follow people. Like I follow Brett Terpstra and some other people. Let's see. Who am, I, who am I following? Network.
1: Yeah, I should do that too.
0: People that I don't even know, honestly. I just. You, you, know, what? you know how I found people to follow on Pinboard? I search topics I'm interested in. The people that bookmark those things, I probably want to follow them. Yeah,
1: uh, I follow you and Brett. Those are the only two people right now because I, I look through and that's basically all I see
0: so uh, our, our buddy Topheus oh Followed I didn't know him. he's on there I should yeah. look for him Void Files and uh, Film Girl yeah there's
1: just a lot of nerds on there man it's pretty cool. It's all nerds.
0: it's all nerds. Who else God, would use can this tell service? You, there are no non-nerds <laughs> on pinboard. So, uh, did you
1: ever use a service like Instapaper, or what's the other one?
0: Oh, totally. I was man. I pocket I was a hardcore lover of Instapaper. I hated Pocket.
1: I hated Pocket too. Uh, I always felt weird because I had friends who were like, "Oh, I got into this bookmarking thing." I'm like, "Oh, Instapaper," and they're like, "No, Pocket." And I felt like like the world, my world and shifted that was a culture, or something.
0: Cultural war. <laughs> <laughs> Between Pocket and Instapaper. Yeah. I just always preferred the aesthetics of Instapaper. Yeah, so
1: did I. It, and I, I didn't like a lot of the stuff that was going on with, with the whole Pocket thing. And I, I just, I don't know, just never got into it. But I had friends who loved it. And I don't know mm-hmm. what they're using now. Is Pocket even still around?
0: Pocket's still around, yeah. In, in fact, I think... Um, A big feature in Pocket, and maybe in Instapaper now, I don't know, because the the punchline is I don't use any of those anymore. Yeah, Um, exactly. Is is video content Mm -hmm. of, like, bookmarking video stuff and making it available to quickly view and everything. So I, I don't... I don't know what Instapaper's focus is. You know, they were sold, acquired, and merged and everything. The the app is still beautiful mm-hmm. and amazing with what it can do with content and everything. I just tend not to use it because I don't. I don't especially with ad blocking now, mm-hmm. like I'm okay reading on the website now.
1: Yeah, it's not as annoying as it used to be. Instapaper was great because it made this great usable... <laughs> Almost like pages of a book, like an ebook. Like it was really great the with way with a did nice it.
0: font and nicely laid out yep. and nice, you know, color scheme or contrast.
1: Now I will say, browser wise, I've never used anything on my Mac other than Safari. Although I've tried both Chrome and Firefox for things that I needed to do, for, you know, for work or for testing things technically. Mm. I know a lot of developers use Chrome because there's a lot of developer plug-in type stuff, but it's It does, yeah. Uh, just, it's I, Google, I keep so. Chrome on
0: my Mac because um, honestly, Safari kind of like shits the bed pretty often with, with websites. Hmm. I, d- I don't know what it is about it, but like, National Grid is my electric and gas supplier here. Mm-hmm. And one of their pages works fine in Safari, and the other is blank every time it loads. And then I go to Chrome, just fine. <sighs> I don't get it's, al- that. it's always Safari. I think that the, it's been multiple versions of Safari, multiple versions of the OS. So I, I don't know what the deal I is. I keep there.
1: Firefox around for that purpose, um, mainly because it's, I don't know. I I, I try not to let my, my dis, disapproval of Google run too deeply. But if I have an alternative to a Google thing, I will definitely use it in Chrome, you know, Firefox.
0: It, I don't log in to. Like when yeah. I use Chrome, I'm not logged in and I use a little snitch on my Mac.
1: Oh, that's good. And,
0: and I have a, <laughs> I have a rule set, you know, you use a little, I snitch, do. Right? Yeah, it's running right now. Yeah. So one of my rule sets is no called no Google. Oh, I like that. And it's because Chrome constantly calls home, whether you're running it or not. Yep. Like, I, I hate to tell you all you people you're using cycles when Chrome's turned off. It's just constantly talking to Google. Um, I guess asking if it has updates of content Let, or something—I don't, hope I don't that know that's
1: what it's for. But yeah, I just
0: so I, what I what I do is I have that always turned on, and then when I need to use Chrome, I say allow until I quit, and then it allows all Chrome activity until I quit. That's a good. And then one. it goes back to the no Google <laughs> stop <laughs> like calling setting.
1: home thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> stop calling home, and uh, Little Snitch is awesome.
1: It is really good. I have not. I, I've I do it now to just see. I had this little network monitor thing saying when it's connecting and when it's not, and what is sending and what's not. But I generally don't lock it down because I didn't know exactly all the things at the you know. I think I know a bit more now what my traffic is, but
0: I research a little bit. Like if I see like, oh, what the heck? Why does this page need to access this service? I will read up on a little bit, but um, most of the time it's not a problem. Just blocking stuff like like especially. Things that you would guess of, yeah, I'm scrolling down Little Snitch and here's Google still co- trying to contact. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Google. G- yeah. And Little Snitch has it like highlighted in red saying like, nope. What a huge surprise. <laughs> Google Google is constantly. <laughs> you just got
1: to get Facebook uh, on there. Hilarious. have Facebook open. They'll be doing the same thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, so. Firefox is like my alternative. So if a website doesn't work, I'll Firefox, try Firefox. Man,
0: like, that thing got so slow. Yeah, but since I'm using so it for bloated. maybe
1: three pages a week, I'll use it. Like um, yeah, yeah. something's not working, I'll it, it, I'll test it on Firefox, and either it's not work. If it doesn't work on either one, then I just say your yeah. site sucks. I'm just not going to go to it.
0: I use Chrome all day at work. Do you really? Because the the alternative, the alternative up until I don't know a month ago was IE eight. Like that's that was our standard it was IE8. I was like, can I get Chrome? And when once they open that up to be an alternative browser, it's like sweet. <laughs> so I'm on Chrome pretty much all day long. Yeah,
1: I uh, I don't know what I'd do if that was my choice.
0: I don't log in, so I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever.
1: They'd, I would probably as far
0: as <laughs> I. I am completely schizophrenic between like the things I search at work and the things I search at home. Like work searches, like how do I kill a Windows service <laughs> yeah. that is still being used by something? You know. Well, even and, like, so,
1: I don't know. I remember uh, Google back when I tried to. You know, I was experimenting a lot with it, and it was before I moved off of Google products, and I was on Google Plus, and I was using Gmail. And there's a thing that you could go in and see what it... You could see your ad profile, like who it thought you were. I think I told you this a long time ago. It thought mm-hmm. it was like a 16-year-old girl who was fond of reggaeton. So... <laughs> I don't even know what reggaeton is, but...
0: So it nailed you.
1: <laughs> it had me perfect. Um, so I, I, I got less worried about it when I saw that, but, yeah. um, you know... I don't think i did anything to specifically mess it up either <laughs> but,
0: and that would be that would be actually a fun game please show me the the like the lineage of how you got yeah, to tell me conclusion. Ha- tell me what oh, i did i see i searched this one thing as a joke one time exactly <laughs> like i forgot the name of the sheriff and dukes of Hazzard, <laughs> so i searched that and then right nice. <laughs> that's that's why you think i wear daisy dukes got it
1: mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's I guess I'm less worried about that than I, than I used to be, but I still don't want to give Google my access to me in any way, shape, or form. But um, Firefox is uh, not that great. And I, like I said, I just and keep it around. I don't know how that's
0: any better than Chrome, honestly. It's probably they not. They feed into Google anyways yeah, yeah, for their I know. ad networks. So. I
1: know. It just makes me feel slightly better. Um, and I don't <laughs> log in either. Whatever works Whatever, for you. Man. Thank you. Um,
0: Have we considered IE? <laughs>
1: yeah, I keep a Windows machine here just to use IE. There you go,
0: get a VM just to jump I into IE Mac to go with. Yeah,
1: that's what I should do. It's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't. I don't know. It's like Safari on the Mac is good. It still has. I still have. Once a week, there'll be a page that it just doesn't load, and I I tweeted about this not long ago. Of like. Particularly TCO links from Twitter. Yeah. yeah, they. will just go to a white
1: page. Yeah, I've seen that before and like, too. N-
0: it will never finish loading. But if you like right-click the TCO link and then paste the the canon, not you know the canonical yeah, the, the, the source actual link, in, yeah. it works. Fine. Yeah, I,
1: I know the TCO. And it's
0: always a Safari thing,
1: and I don't I don't get not it. Not helpful. Um, I noticed that the Sony. PlayStation Store page, which is probably a good thing, doesn't work very well on Safari. Like it, when you try and log in, it's like um, bad parameter error every time. Um, now that could <laughs> yeah. be Ghostery that's causing it, and, and so I don't necessarily want to blame Safari. I,
0: I have already done the experiments of shutting off Ghostery and seeing if that's the issue. And yes, I won't run Ghostery because it's awesome. It is
1: really good. I forgot <laughs> to mention that, but yeah, I use Ghostery. Um, we have little snitch running. you know
0: how many things are blocked on bin board by ghostry? (laughs) Zero. Zero. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can, you can see there's a few pages that have just, they're very
0: clean. Go to to a CNET page with (laughs) ghostry running. (laughs) Like you can see ghostry kind of like, (laughs) gets this constipated look on (laughs) the icon. (laughs) just like, the the little ghost icon falls
1: over with like (laughs) crosses through his eyes. Yeah. I mean, and needless to say, going to the verge is unbelievable. I try not to do anyway but um, let me see what it says let me see The Verge
0: oh don't do it dude you're on Skype you're gonna kill your machine oh
1: uh, can you still hear me uh, alright good yes alright good what's
0: it? actually it's down
1: compared to what it used to be It's only 11 yeah.
0: well maybe it was all those paid all those articles they wrote about bloated websites it could be <laughs> they decided somebody read, to, somebody
1: read one because it used to be 26 and it's down to 11 so that's kind of interesting hmm. All right. Nice job, Verge. Maybe I'll start reading an, your stuff and you get down to zero. I, uh,
0: I still think it's because they started writing about how everybody's websites are bloated. And everybody's like, do you guys even know how much <laughs> garbage you serve up? Do you know the page <laughs> that I
1: loaded to read that article was 17 megs? Oops. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um,
0: <laughs> so whatever. We're all winning. We're all. We're, we're all winning. We're all full of tiger blood.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. So you know what's winning? Uh, Imperial Biscotti Break Natal.
0: Oh, are you trying to wrap this show? Well, it's been an hour. Hmm.
1: An hour. All uh, right. That's fine. An hour and nine minutes. I was, so.
0: was going to ask you about, like, what iOS ad blockers you're using. Oh, uh, well, yeah.
1: Okay. Let's talk about that. So, um, I bought this really cool one. Marco Arment built one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That one didn't work out for me.
0: That one uses ghostry behind scenes. It does.
1: Um, let me go into my stuff right now, and I can tell you. Peace. Peace was what it was called, but I'll say I have to find the I one. I still
0: that have that installed and running. Do you really? You can't get it now, so
1: I think I might still have. I that have
0: peace one blocker. I have one blocker. <laughs> um, That's the one
1: I'm using. Crystal one blocker is one blocker. blocker. I thought was the one that, that it seemed the fastest of the ones that I tried, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I like that one quite a bit.
0: You could you could um, more you customize what is blocking it seemed more more easily. Like you could say it like don't block um web fonts, mm-hmm. for example. hmm Um or don't block discus comments or don't block uh whatever EU cookie notices. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um apparently European cookies are a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else released an app called
1: Peace block ads. It's a dollar <laughs> <A> douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty douchey. Of
0: course they did. Yeah, um, that's the app store market right there. Yeah, here's, I saw one that actually said uh, it was it was by some other name, and it says uh, the sub. You know, how you can have a title and then a subtitle, right, for an app. Yes, it's it's like literally part of the title, like in the display, but it's the the lower um, smaller font that comes next to the primary title. It was called like. Whatever the name was, ad block, more beautiful than crystal.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) I was like, that is the douchiest.
1: Now, this is the douchiest one. It's this is Peace Ad Block. It's the Peace Icon by a guy named Fan Tai Duong, and it's three bucks. I doubt it'll even work. Has no reviews. Probably not.
0: (laughs) It actually injects ads. (laughs) (laughs) It actually has two reviews.
1: One just says no. That's all it says. It's just the review is mm. no, one right. star, no. Um, and then the other one says, "Not buy him with ghostery. Big risk. One star, junk."
0: Mm. Going good. It's, then. Going, <laughs> it's going well. Uh, the ad market, market is blossoming. Well, it's such
1: a deceptive thing. But anyway, uh, one blocker I like quite a bit. Um, I heard that there's. Um, a lot of really decent ones out there. I think they all kind of do the same thing. The reason why I like yeah. Peace, um, is that it blocked uh, comments, which I really enjoyed because um, I I never want to read the comments if it's at all possible.
0: Well, the nice thing about some of them, like Blocker without the E, Block R, Block, right, R, Blocker, right, Blocker, Blocker, um, is you can like whitelist certain sites. Yep. So you can, you can get pretty granular on what you want to do. Like, you know, don't have to block well-behaving sites of, um, well, the,
1: you know, like the, the, I, I
0: would say there's, there's plenty of good sites. Yeah. Out there, I mean, the, right? the
1: one that was coming up a lot was, you know, the deck sites because they, they don't do, they do a minimum of tracking. They show you one picture, you know, this uh, one image that is a, an ad.
0: And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. We can get into, like, wh- what's good racism? Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> to me, there's no good ads. Mean, like, you're, I, you're... I, I know everybody did a lot of hand-wringing about ads uh, and yeah. ad revenue, and this is going to break the web, and everything's a disaster. I, I don't care, really. I just I, don't want to I would see say
0: it. I, I don't care specifically about the ad network. I care more about the site. And if the site is responsible and conscientious and nice, I whitelist them Mm -hmm. and say like, fine, whatever, like I trust you to do the right thing. Just like, you know, you invite somebody over to your house for dinner, it's because you trust that they're not going to give you an insurance sales pitch in the middle of, you know, dining. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, but one blocker is cool because you can whitelist like all kinds of stuff, including like specific ad networks or specific ad types, like block, don't block Amazon or don't block this ad company. Um, that's pretty nice. Like you, if you if you really care about it, and you want to chisel it down and say like, you know, these are always um, popovers or these are always, uh, you know. Oh God, the popovers <laughs> you know, whatever, kill a- auto-playing me. Auto playing sound or yeah, whatever. The,
1: the popovers on iOS
0: are so annoying. Um, so that's. I did want to ask you about like your preference for browsing. Do you prefer to go to your Mac? Yes.
1: Um, i try why why Why? um i'm old and my eyes are bad i don't know like there's it's just bigger i can do i feel like i can do more with it so if i need to copy and it's actually i mean you brought it up earlier a lot of it's just muscle memory because you can do a lot of the same things i do on the mac now on the phone
0: so i mean more like hey i want to do this search and read about this thing and do some stuff do you wait and go to your Mac and do it? Do you like get started and bookmark stuff and get it ready and then go to your Mac and like yeah. do the real work or
1: Yeah, it usually starts with, you know, the germ of an idea or whatever. I'll go to my, my phone, I'll bring up what looks like a web page that might make sense, and then it'll be there in the iCloud tabs on my Mac when I get there. Uh, okay. if it 's something that I want to make sure i don 't close the browser like it's something important like if we 're going on a vacation and somebody you know uses my phone to do a search and says here 's the hotel that we stayed at you know and i don 't want to lose it because I close the tab by accident i 'll immediately send it to to pinboard and then mm. still use the mm-hmm. iCloud tab when I get home. Pinboard is really um I f- I go back and forth, but lately it has been more of an archival thing as opposed to I go to my pinboard page and read the articles. Um, I will go there every morning. I'll just look at my page and see what I bookmarked over the last day or two. Um, but generally it's it's a repository, and I have like 15 tabs open on my, my phone right now uh, yeah. that are just things that I want to refer to or, you know, just, you know, I'll look at when I have time or whatever. So I, I really um I just prefer because I can go back and forth between my Mac and my phone, I prefer to use the Mac um if I can. So it's just preference, I hmm. guess. Doesn't necessarily okay. have any sort of what about you?
0: I I'm kind of torn because I kind of feel like I really like the extensions on iOS to do things like grab a page in the specific information, like create markdown links or, you know, it's it's really easy in iOS and it, it just seems fast. And honestly, I prefer the Pinswift bookmarklet over the Safari bookmarklet I have mm-hmm. on my Mac. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really torn, especially with iCab. I kind of feel like iCab's the best browser I have. Yeah. I, like iCab mobile.
1: I have it sitting on my front page right now where safari used to be so it doesn't mess me up with the muscle memory and i'll play around with it i still am not quite sure (laughs) what i'm gonna use it for
0: good luck no i I don't know i just like i like the plugins for it i like the download control over it granted like my mac's a lot more flexible but i really like the ability to save things offline and then you know on pin on um I cab and then grab things that I care about and put them where I want. It's just, it just feels like iOS is getting to the point where it's more efficient mm-hmm. to do everything. Even though it's convenient on my Mac, it's, it's not, I guess the way I prefer to do stuff. Right. I don't know. It's, it's, I think I'm at, I'm at that tipping point where it's, the, iOS nine made a big difference like the sharing extensions and things just working and stuff like being able to like push it where I want it to be is on the Mac. It's still not there. Like I can copy a URL in my browser and then go to another app and paste it in or whatever. But the sharing extension in Safari for the Mac is still much more limited. You're right. Like if I, You're right. But I think I try and, uh, I try and
1: uh, counterbalance that with having a lot of, crazy stuff that I need to do with these things anyway Um, you know like I'll send it to um, a document like I want to save bookmarks I have other stuff that I saved bookmarks to like things in text files or whatever so there's a lot of things that I can do on the Mac that while some of the inbuilt tools aren't super uh, tweaked like they are in iOS there's still other things that I can do Um, you know using Thumbtack uh, for bookmarking. I, I can manipulate the the URLs in Safari with um, Alfred. Um, I can use hotkeys to open new browsers and start typing immediately in the search bar and, and find things. Like, I can go really fast on the Mac in Safari. Um, I don't know. It's just, it, there's no totally perfect solution. Yeah. But um, I I think Safari really handles pretty much everything I throw at it. Um, even the new YNAB works great.
0: <laughs> thumb in my eye. Thumb in my eye. It's probably, actually the thumb
1: in my eye, cause I'm still using it. So, you know,
0: and, I'm just going to throw out like the last web thing that I really like on iOS is I think, um, I do like one password, the plugin on Safari for the Mac, but I still prefer, like, it's really nice on iOS. Mm-hmm. Like the, the extension to be able to fill stuff out and grab stuff you know on ios i really like that and i use the browser and one password a lot because it's an it's a nice way to get like a single instance this is private i don't have to worry about it it's once i'm done there's no stuff left behind in my browser
1: well i'm going to change my ways a little bit you're you're inspiring me to some i'm gonna degree. give you
0: one more tip before we go to okay go ahead if you really like, you really love Pinboard. Have you used their um, bookmarklet to save all your tabs, so you can save a tab session to Pinboard? No. As one group?
1: How do you do that?
0: Ha! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta teach you something. To all right. I'll I'll, uh, I'll po- post this in the Slack robot. Okay. How about that. Um, yeah, it's a nice little bookmarklet to save like your whole tab session. That
1: would be super helpful. One of the things yeah. I use to cause cause there's a way to save all your tabs in Safari. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're in your bookmarks, which seem to be a pain in the ass to, to move in and out and change. And, you know, um, but what's nice about that is then you can just click on the folder and say, open a new tabs and you're back where you were before. Um, but I like having a bunch of tabs and using Brett Terpstra's markdown tools to just say, stick every browser tab link into a markdown link. Um, but having them in pinboard is another way of manipulating that stuff.
0: I'll be honest. I haven't used this for a while, but um, it it does work. It did work really, really well where you could give it like a name. Yeah, I see it And right it would now. save everything for the window and allow you to check off which ones you did and didn't want to save and everything.
1: This is pretty cool. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to save this and play around with it later.
0: So, but it, but it's pinboard. So if you if, if you never go back and delete them, they'll be there, all that junk <laughs> no, will be there forever. If you're saving so, all your
1: tab sets. No wonder you have twenty five thousand.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't do that very often anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's so, all
0: right. So yes, I, I, I think we can wrap. I I, I, I think I, that yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot I've, about I've, those
1: blockers because that is a big piece of this. Yeah, so that's a good one to bring up,
0: especially well, iOS nine again. I think made made a big difference yeah. to how I see my device.
1: Absolutely, I
0: find myself reaching for my Mac a lot less. Like I spend a lot of time on my phone. Well, you have the gigantic, big, big phone. giant yeah. phone. Yeah, I know. Um, but the browser on there is great, and the all the little tools are great, and the way everything interacts with each other, and I could grab links and make markdown notes, and it's it's pretty awesome.
1: It is pretty awesome, and. You gave me actually three or four things. I now have to go spend hours researching, so I really appreciate that. <laughs>
0: How are you liking this uh, <laughs> Let me break? try it.
1: Hold on a second. Still smells really good. Um, I still like it. I like it finishes with like the, like a charred tobacco type thing, but it mm. still has a real tartness over top of it.
0: Yeah, n- not like a sour. No, though. not a sour. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a little. I don't know. It's very subtle. You can the cherries come out, but as it's warmed mm. up, the flavor has changed a yeah, lot. Yeah,
1: it's good though. I like not it. not
0: mm. just like oh, it got more enjoyable. It tastes like a different beer it now. It
1: does. I'm gonna. I'll be very curious. Coffee, <clears throat> chocolate. yeah, I'm getting coffee and mm. chocolate for sure, and then that overlying that kind of high note tartness is pretty mm-hmm. surprising actually because i'm so used to the biscotti break not not like i drink it every day but it's like it is one of those beers <laughs> that you it sticks with you like you just remember how delicious yeah delicious it was so i'm curious if my wife will like this because she doesn't like the sweet stouts and
0: oh so maybe this takes the yeah edge off. this might
1: this kind of this kind of high note bitterness may may be something she'd enjoy um you know what's nice? Does she like um, really dark chocolate? Uh, yeah, not real sweet chocolate though.
0: Yeah, like the the dark bitter yeah. chocolate. This the after f- the finish on this is totally like dark.
1: You're right, dark chocolate, it's like
0: 60. Like percent You know the super dark chocolate. That's what's left over after you finish this. Yeah,
1: she might like it for that, and kind of hoping she doesn't like it because then she'll <laughs>
0: <laughs> then she'll want it. <laughs>
1: But <laughs> husband of the year, <laughs> okay, I'll give her that option. Um, <laughs> see if she's into it. Uh, she was just talking about uh, a buddy of mine turned me on to the Dark Horse Plead the Fifth Stout. And uh, it, that is the one of the bitterest of the... Kind of American Imperial Stouts that I've had, and she still thought that was too sweet. So uh, we'll oh, really? see what she thinks of this. Well,
0: maybe she just doesn't like stouts.
1: I, I think so. Uh, I'll keep having okay. her try so it. So
0: may not have anything to do with the sweetness. She just may she not may like that. Yeah, well, that they roastiness. always have that kind
1: of sweet chocolatiness and things like that. She just may not be into it. Um, yeah. So uh, what have you had this this week? I know that you've had a few things. Oh man, you always. I'm never ready. <laughs> You're never ready. Okay. Um, I had the, there's two beers that are kind of of note that I've had recently. And I'll just talk about them really briefly. Uh, one of them is the new Victory Brewing Company's beer uh, that we'll probably do on a show down the road called the Blackboard Series uh, Agave IPA. It's, it's grapefruit yep. and agave. And it's really, really good. Uh, in the same vein as like a grapefruit Sculpin, but I felt like not quite. Uh, as grapefruity which is good uh if you're into that um the other thing that i had this week oh no i just blew my mind out with the uh i I had a vital ipa this week oh (laughs) that's what it was Uh, blew your mind out with the break. it did didn't help uh hop ranch by victory uh they just released this year's hop ranch and uh, everybody loves it, uh, and now hmm. it's really hard to find. But
0: um, oh well, I avoided it. I didn't really l- enjoy it last it's year. It's not so. your style. It.
1: It's more of the tropical fruity hops rather than the piney bitter hops. So, huh. okay. um, but they had it at the at the pub around the corner on tap, and that was pretty sweet.
0: I can, I mean, I can pick it up. They they had it to, when I was at the beer store it's today. Quite good. You
1: know. it's, it was. I, I like it. What about well, you? Okay. Anything?
0: Um, I had uh, well another evil twin, Citra Sun- sunshine slacker That's a pretty good one. It was okay. Yeah. It's session IPA, which is not my favorite style. It was I give it a B minus. Um, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I really enjoyed was the vanilla bean stout by Avery. Oh but yeah, you s- I saw
1: your picture of it. Um,
0: yeah, so I gave that a B plus. It was pretty tasty. It was it really did have like a a ton of vanilla up front, and it was just a really enjoyable stout. Mm. I've switched to darker, richer beers for the um, for the winter for time. the season. So, Got yeah, it. I mean, I still have Dirt Wolf on tap. So I, when I was working in the garage before the show, that's what I was having nice. Out there, so. And that is it with me only drinking on weekends. Yeah. That's actually a lot. So
1: here's <laughs> the other ones that I've had. This is like the...
0: Uh-oh, here we I go. I got them,
1: found them, did the sort and tap seller. Um... Duclaw Brewing, so I have mentioned before a guy who I work with, a uh, high school friend, works at Duclaw, and he goes to visit and then comes home with all sorts of crazy beers and then shares them, thank you, very much. Uh, he, he gave me a six-pack in there. I tried the 80-shilling Scotch Ale, um, which was pretty good from Duclaw. It was like a, a decent, it's not my style, it's not my favorite style, but it was good for the day, rainy, kind of gross mm-hmm. out, and it was kind oh, of... Scotch yeah. Ale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a Total Domination by Ninkazi. I thought that was really good, B+. Um, I tried the Rebel Grapefruit IPA by, by the Sam Adams, the Boston beer. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, the Rebel series.
1: darn good. Um, I actually yeah. think the agave... I've gra- heard
0: good things about their Rebel Raw yeah. and stuff yeah, it was like tasty. that. Yeah,
1: I was I was pleasantly surprised. I think that the Victory is better. Um, but I'd like to do a taste test side-by-side sometime and see see what the difference is. Um, I like this grapefruit trend. You don't or do? I love it. (laughs) I do. I I like the grapefruit trend. Yeah, Um, Yeah. And then two more. Um, One, uh, a neighbor of mine (laughs) came over and had a box and said, somebody sent me these. I don't want them. They're now yours. Uh, 16 Mile Brewing Company's Delaware Oyster Stout. Um, Oyster Stout's always... Kind of weird me out a little bit because why would you just throw oysters in your beer but they ended they always end up being kind of tasty this this was no exception it wasn't didn't blow my doors off or anything but it, you know I gave it a C uh, and then uh one of the surprise the last beer and the surprise of the week is retribution by Duke club brewing it's their american style imperial stout um and they put it out in limited numbers so it's a nine percent uh bourbon barrel aged imperial stout and it was it was an a it was really 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 good um so if you Mm. can find it it's called retribution duke club brewing you probably can and if i can get a couple bottles of it i'll try and send one up to you because it's worth worth tracking down
0: sweet Sweet. sounds good Good beers
1: good bookmarks (laughs) i'm gonna go do my research now
0: all right well let's see i just tested the oh yes it still works excellent the uh, pen board tab set bookmark. I have it right Works here. Works awesome. Works awesome. All right. I'm going to download it and try it out. All right. See you, man. Talk to you Bye. later. Bye. Bye.